0: This is Talking Small Business with Kat Schmoyer and Megan Martin, a podcast for creatives who like to keep it real about what it actually takes to grow an online business.
1: We're competitors turned biz besties who chat daily. And now we're bringing you into the conversation. Hey, y'all, Kat here. We are back with another episode of Talking Small Business. And this one, y'all, we are talking about some business things that we're excited to talk through live launch versus evergreen launch what does that mean should you do it one or the other both all the options so if you are in the digital biz space this is definitely an episode for you and we can't wait to hear your feedback um As you guys listen, so all right, launching. First and foremost, disclaimers here. I love launching, like I'm like all about launch strategy. It's something I do with my integrator clients. It is so much fun for me. Megan and I are per usual, opposite feelings <laughs> around <laughs> around the word the l word, the launching word. Um, oh. So okay, before we like jump way too deep into live launch versus evergreen, let's do like 101. okay, Megan, can you explain when we say live launch, what do we mean? and then what do we mean when we say evergreen launch?
0: Okay, cool. So when we say the term, first of all, actually we are opposite. I hate launching. so, Uh, cat is the launch group. Like I know the facts to tell you about how to launch, but I hate launching. So it's really not my cup of tea, (laughs) but, um, I do it because I'm a business owner or whatever. Um, but all right, let's break down live launch versus evergreen. Uh, live launch, when we say this, we mean that you have a product or a service or whatever it is, an offering. Let's call it offering from now on. So we don't like, you don't think that we're talking about one versus the other. Anything that you want to sell is called an offering, right? Or an offer. And if you do a live launch, what that means is that that offer is not always for sale. It's not 24, 24, seven available. It's only for sale when you determine to put it for sale. So typically, that means a period of time, whether that's two days, three days, five days, seven days, a month, whatever it is, a live launch means that they can purchase it during a certain period of time. But then after that period of time is over, it is no longer available to purchase whenever they want. They either have to join some sort of wait list or they have to wait for you to put it on sale again. That is what we mean by live launch. When we say evergreen launch, it's essentially the exact opposite. They can purchase it 24-7. They can purchase it, you know, on Monday at 9 a.m. They can purchase it on Thursday at 2.22 a.m. in the morning, like whatever, wherever time zone they are, you can purchase it whenever you want. So an evergreen, well, it's really an evergreen launch is like launching your product and out into the world where, you're just like, hey, this is it. But it never stopped. You never close the cart. You never end the sale or the promotion. So
1: those are did I say that right? I feel like I did. You did. Yeah, okay. no, you did. <laughs> you absolutely did. And there are pros and cons to both. Mm-hmm. There are ways where live launching might be the perfect fit for you. There are times when evergreen might be a good fit. There are also times when they can work in tandem, mm-hmm. um which isn't necessarily talked about as much so we definitely want to make sure that we talk about that today. So and we said this in the beginning as like a joke, but also reality that I love launching and Megan doesn't enjoy launching. Um, Megan, can you share, not can you, like you're going to, I'm going to ask you right now, share why launching, like why is it not something that you enjoy? Um, And then I want to talk about like why I do enjoy launching.
0: Okay. So if you guys have listened to the podcast at all or know my story at all, like I just, I don't do deadlines. I don't like, strict boundaries. I don't set goals. When I do set goals, I'm making stuff up. I honestly wanted to cuss right there because I really am like making, you know,
1: <laughs> on brand on S H I T up. <laughs>
0: like that's what goal setting is to me. It's like playing, you know? Um, and then I don't do any of that stuff. So why, why waste my time making goals? Okay. So, but I'll also, in reality, as a mom of four, and just the lifestyle that Jeremy and I want, and we are actively every day trying to walk in, um, deadlines just don't work for me. And I find that they are extremely stressful. I, every time I have a deadline, Either the long guys show up in the middle of me trying to record a video or my child gets the flu or, you know, I get sick or it it always happens. I can't even explain it. It's like a phenomenon. When I try to set a deadline, something terrible happens (laughs) to where like, it just derails everything. And I'm going to be up until 1am in the morning. And I'm really not a nice person when I don't get sleep. And so there's all these things that are like, yes, I could live launch. I know how to live launch and I could help you actually create a live launch strategy if you wanted me to. I personally just don't like it. And we've talked before about like, this is your business and you get to decide how you want to run it. And you get to decide like to, to structure your business in a way that actually makes you happy. And I am the opposite of happy during every single live launch period I've ever done.
1: So opposite. Basically, all the reasons Megan doesn't like live launching are the reasons that I love live launching. So there you go, friends. Um, I love goal setting. I love deadlines. I work really well with deadlines. I love the adrenaline rush of a live launch and like pouring so much energy into like this is it. Like open cart is today, like bells on, like we are going for it. Like it just, there is something about it that it's probably a problem how much I really enjoy it. It's actually worked out great because I can't do it as much in my business. So now I just get to help other people do their launches. It's perfect. Um, So live launching. All right. We know live launching, there is like a stress element to it. Okay. And for me though, I love that stress, but you might be listening to this and thinking like Megan, like, man, I don't want that in my life. Like I'm not about that. However, whether you like it or you don't like it, it is still a solid business strategy when you are launching your offering, um, specifically like the initial time an offering is available. And so, Megan, I want to talk about, like, why is live launching helpful? Like, why is live launching a strategy that you might want to consider in your business? Taking out the the fact that, like, you might not enjoy it. But let's just think, like, straight business here. Why is live launching a launch tactic that's helpful? I think there's a few reasons why live launching is a
0: really great strategy to go for, whether or not you are, like, driven by the experience of a live launch the first being if this is your very first launch i do think a live launch is good for you to do um and there's a few reasons why the first being that every single time you launch anything or you bring launching essentially is bringing attention to something right it's a product or an offering or whatever we want to call it, but it's, you know, bringing attention to an offer in your business. A launch could also not just be about sales. You know, we launch new websites. Um, We have different periods of time in our business where we bring attention to something. We're talking about launching the perspective of launching something that you're selling. But It still does bring attention. And every time I've ever done a live launch, my audience has grown. So if this is your first time launching something for sale, it is really beneficial to do it live in the sense that people are naturally going to start paying attention to what you're talking about. People are naturally gonna share their excitement with you and maybe with friends or maybe people that follow them on social media. It's happened every time. It's just, an I don't, Kat, have you seen this like Phenomenon that every time you launch, it's like your audience grows and your your the attention is, it's like an uh, like a avalanche of like momentum. Absolutely, yes, yeah. So especially if this is your first time, I think that that's in your benefit. Another reason why you might want a live launch, whether or not you like it, is if you have a really high price point. um, that high price points in terms of what you're selling, take more interaction and engagement with your potential customer than somebody who is selling something for a low price point. And, you know, I teach on selling digital products and Kat, you help people as well, set up their digital product funnels and that whole back end of their business. And, I don't care who you're learning from, but if they tell you that you can automate literally everything in your business from top to bottom, forwards and backwards, side to side, I am going to just call BS right now. Like I'm calling it. I, I'm sorry you, that is not true. Like there's no way that you can automate everything to that level, especially if you have a high ticket offer people. Like You're selling to real people. And if you've ever purchased something for a high price point, there's a lot of nerves around that. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of anxiety. Am I making a right decision? And people want to buy from people. And people want to connect with people when they're about to put thousands of dollars on the line. And I firmly believe that... if you want to sell something for a high price point, go forth and do, but you need to have the expectation that you're going to need to connect with the other person on the other side of the screen.
1: Totally agree. Um, it gives it also like with a high price point, not only does it allow for more touch points for you with the potential customer, but it also puts on the customer a sense of urgency and scarcity because it's only available for a certain period of time so if they really want it now is it whereas if it's evergreen and it's always available there's the thought of well I can just get it next month like it'll be fine I'll just grab it next week like I don't need to worry about it no it's actually only available for this week or it's only available for these three days whatever it is that that like live launch period is and so it's not only helpful for them to get that high touch from you you, but also for them to feel a little bit more of that urgency that you need them to feel in order to jump into something that's a higher price point. The other
0: thing I would say is thinking through what type of transformation that you are providing, whether it's a product or a service, um, uh, in the sense of, is it really easy for me to grasp what it is that you are selling to me? Um, there are some Industries and niches that are naturally just easy to understand. For example, I know we've brought this up as an example before in the past, but the example of a contract template. Like I, I have a business, I'm gonna be working with someone, I need a contract to work with that person. Like that doesn't take a lot of convincing for me to to know that I need to buy this product, right? It's a very, very easy to understand. But there are some industries and some niches where the concept of what you're trying to sell to me is not easy for me to grasp I can't quickly and I'm talking about within like 60 seconds understand what you're trying to sell to me I'm thinking of um like the concept of um like manifestation or, you know, like mindset work, this type of industry and niche, it's very difficult for you to explain to me in a sales page copy alone, what it is that you're trying to sell to me. So a live launch type situation opens up the door for you to create opportunities to show up in face to face, whether that's on a screen or some sort of call situation or whatever, where you can talk one-on-one and engage with real people and real time about what it is that you do, why you're passionate about it and the results that you can get them and really explain that transformation and like a human form, like a humanized form. Um, I, I just, I think live
1: launching really lends itself well to that. I love that point. It's so true. Like people just need that personal connection to understand like, wait, this is what you can help me do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it needs to move beyond the sales page. And that's a perfect example of when like maybe reading the words just won't cut it. And there needs to be a little bit more in there to get them to join or to get them to sign up or, you know, whatever it is that you're asking them to do.
0: I think another reason why you might want a live launch, even if you don't like it, or even if you don't like the idea of it, is because as business owners, at the end of the day, yes, we're doing what we're passionate about. We love being creative and all the things, but at the end of the day, you are selling something, period. If you are in business, you are selling. You're in the business of selling welcome, (laughs) welcome to this land. It's, and so many entrepreneurs struggle with selling. They, they struggle because they don't want to come off quote unquote salesy. They don't want to be too pushy. You know, they want people to feel comfortable and happy. And yes, we do want that. We want to be ethical in our sales, but at the end of the day, you can't get out of the fact that you are selling something. And if selling is one of those things that is like, Oh, I just get the, the heebie jeebies when I think about, it, I would absolutely encourage you to do a live launch because it's going to naturally get you to practice selling. And the more that you do live launches, the more that you're going to get comfortable with selling and the more that you're going to get comfortable with the fact that like selling is not a bad thing.
1: Yep. Such a good point. Um, And live launching to like throw in one more um, comment there, live launching, while I know I said in the beginning, like. You know, it can feel more stressful because there is like a finite time period and there are, you know, deadlines associated with it. For me, there's an adrenaline rush, right? Um, It doesn't have to be that stressful. And we could do a whole episode just on like strategies for a live launch and ways that you can simplify to still make it something that you enjoy or you like to do in your business. You don't have to follow all the tricks of the trade. I would actually suggest that you don't, especially if it's your first time, start simple create a solid foundation, and then be able to add in more of those little tricks in there later on if you decide live launching is going to become, you know, a consistent part of your marketing strategy. But I want to encourage you that if you are thinking about live launching, you can simplify the live launch process and still do it for all of the reasons that Megan just suggested that you do it for.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. So I think we've like covered team live launch. So we should probably talk about why you might want to evergreen a product or a service as opposed to a live launch, meaning that open cart and cart. And after that cart closes, you can't get it for whatever period of time it is till you open it back up. So why would somebody want to evergreen cat? Do you have any suggestions for someone who should choose evergreen instead of live launch?
1: I do. And I was actually very anti-evergreen until about a year and a half, two years ago. I just love live launching so much. (laughs) And I've personally seen really great success with the open cart, in cart strategy, whether that was an in-person event, like with our conference, whether that was coaching services, whether that's digital products, like digital courses, I did webinar launches, challenge launches, that sort of thing. Um, So backstory, I didn't like evergreen. Um, I felt like, well, what's the point? Like people don't have urgency. They don't have scarcity. Like, why are they going to jump to it? Um, but my tune has changed in the last two years with working with clients on some evergreen, um, systems and funnels in their business. And then in my own business, um, I would say that I feel like evergreen launch can be really powerful for low ticket offers first and foremost, like the opposite of that high ticket needing um, more high touch with a live launch. I feel like a low ticket offer on evergreen can be really powerful for your business, both in terms of generating automatic revenue, right? You, we've all heard the, like, I want to make money in our sleep. Like I passive revenue, like evergreen revenue can do that. You can literally get sales every single day from the product that you have on Evergreen. Um, So I think for low cost offers, Evergreen is really helpful for your business. For me personally, Evergreen, I have seen my, my low-cost Evergreen offers, so they're not only creating revenue for me right away, but they're creating list growth. They're growing my email marketing, getting people into my email funnels at a low-cost offer, and then allowing me to sell them on higher-ticket offers because of that. So I think that's another um, really great way that Evergreen can work for you is if it's low-cost, leading them to something else, depending on on what those offers are. And now I know that's specific to digital. You know, service-based, your services are probably not low cost, right? So service-based, you're likely gonna be going live launch if you're doing that. That would be my recommendation. Whereas Evergreen is a little bit more digital product model. Um, Those would be like two big things I think about when I think about ways that Evergreen can be really powerful for your business.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I think another thing
0: to think about if you're determining, should I go live launch or should I go Evergreen? Um, again, if this is your first time ever selling anything, a live launch is a great idea. I'm just, again, for all the reasons we just said, but I would say, I want you to consider, do you want to be a live launch business owner, like Kat. She loves the thrill of the launch. She loves that it's ending. She she is it's like phenomenal to watch her in a launch and to like see her do her thing. Like it's amazing. And I'm sure I'm certain of it that there are other people out in the world that really just live for the thrill of a live launch like that. Um, but if you're like more like me and that absolutely makes you want to break out in hives and you would rather just like shut down your business than do a live launch again like so dramatic. <laughs> I mean, this is how much I really, I just don't like it. I really don't. I, it, it is not my thing. I, I am a stress ball. My family suffers for it. If that's more like you and you know, you know that you want to go evergreen, then I would absolutely encourage you to think about if you know, for a fact that you want to run an evergreen business, then you might just decide to start evergreen because the truth is, and I know there's been educators who teach that, you know, you can just create a live launch and then you can flip the webinar and you can flip it into this evergreen funnel. Yes, you can, but I really don't think that works. Like I, I mean, unless you have a pretty solid and large ad budget and ad strategy, I think that uh business model is It only works for a very select few people. I don't know if you agree with me or not, Kat,
1: but I just really don't think it works for the masses. I do. I think you just have to have enough people entering that funnel to make it worthwhile. And like you said, so your ad budget needs to be very high in order to make sure, yeah, that you're getting, and when we say, high, I'm talking like thousands of dollars a day. Like you need to be like getting people in this funnel so that they're watching this evergreen webinar and then signing up for the product at the end of the webinar. I mean, we've all been hit with those Facebook ads. We know what, what that looks like. Well, and I think in like 2000, you
0: know, ten, you could make a webinar and then flip it and pretend like it was recorded. You know what I mean? Like people believed you, but like we all know, we all know you're right. lying now. Okay, it's not live <laughs> at 6:15 a.m. It's not live. Okay, so just stop telling me it's live. Okay. <laughs> Soapbox, whatever, I'm moving on. But my point is, if you know you want to go evergreen, I truly believe that an evergreen funnel and a live launch funnel are two different things. They're not the same thing. They have different strategies. They have different levers you're pulling in order to help your customer understand what you're trying to sell to them and the transformation that you can provide. And there's different touch points involved. Again, like we talked about, you can have more of one-on-one or like live call experiences in a live launch where an evergreen you don't have that the whole goal is to not have to show up you know in a live capacity um so if you know that you want to go evergreen it might just be worth your while to build a really really strong evergreen funnel from the get-go um again the only caveat i would say is if selling makes you absolutely break out into hives then that means that you need to practice some selling so in that case i would actually encourage you to live launch first.
1: Can we talk about um, some really specifics like are there like and let's do digital world first, because I feel like digital really can go evergreen or live or both. Um, So within digital products and when we say digital products, courses, memberships, templates, uh, bundles, downloads, downloads things like that. So for digital products, Megan, our um, digital expert here, would you suggest that there are certain products that convert better live versus evergreen or like even in, well, let me start with that question first. Like, so Do you feel like there's a certain product that does better live or evergreen?
0: I, I don't think that there's a certain product type that would do better one or way the other. I really do think price point matters in this conversation. And also I think that price point Tends to determine level of access to the person on the other side Mm -hmm. of the screen Mm -hmm. so typically when you have a higher price point there's lots of either there's like higher touch points and the example of like maybe you have coaching calls as a part of your program or offer or you have some sort of like uh I don't know community or Facebook group or something to where like you are showing up regularly or for a certain period or a certain commitment, right? Typically higher price points involve that. And so that's why I think higher price points make more sense for live launches. Um, if you have a lower price point offer, I don't think it matters what type of product you have. Then I just think that it just depends on what kind of business you want to run. Like I I want to be hands-off. I do not want to have to work every day. I enjoy deciding on Mondays if I'm going to work that day or if I'm not going to work that day and I'm going to go run errands. Um, And for me, Evergreen makes a lot of sense for that because I don't have to, like, if I don't show up to sell, I am not limiting myself from bringing in revenue. I can still make money that day if someone were to buy. Yes, it absolutely removes that psychological trigger of urgency and scarcity, which are very powerful in sales. But for me, honestly, like my perspective is in this conversation is that I don't work from a place of of scarcity myself. Like, yes, someone might decide to wait till next week, but I have just determined that- that's okay. If they wait till next week, like my business is not going to fall apart if they don't purchase right today, you know? So that's just my difference in mindset. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say that I think a certain type of product converts better. I think a certain price point of product converts Mm -hmm. better evergreen versus
1: live launch. So with price, I want to give people, um, a little bit of a, um, whether it's a range or <clears throat> just your opinion on, okay, when we say like a, a higher price point, like, what is that? Is that over $600? Is that over $1,000? Like, I would love to hear your opinion because I have some opinions based on like things that I've worked in my own business and with clients. So mm-hmm. when you say price, like what is that break for you? That means like, oh, that's a little bit higher. That should probably be a live launch versus an evergreen product or offer. I would I would
0: say, and I guess I'm going to eat my words a little bit, but I would say that um, anything around like $500 or more is going to be alive is what I'm considering higher ticket. Um, A lot of times you'll see people talk about higher ticket when they're saying something in the thousands, like a thousand or more and agree. I agree that is a higher ticket offer, Um, but still $500 is quite a bit, a lot of money, you know? Um, And so I think that, you need to be able to show up in some way, shape or form to engage with people in that price range. Um, You know, $499 is still $500. So please like don't, you know, charm pricing is a thing, but still, <laughs> if you're if you're like high four hundreds, I would probably still suggest that you do a live launch just to engage with people. Um, but there are scenarios where types of products do matter. For example, I sell website templates, and I've sold website templates that were a thousand dollars, legitimately twelve hundred dollars for a website template because I capped the number at ten templates that were able to be sold at one time. I never did a live launch for any of these things. Like I never did a webinar or whatever. It's like a website template. You want it or you don't want it, you know? And so that worked in my favor, but that's such a very niche offering. I would say for the most part, for most people, if you're selling something that's over $500, you probably need to do some sort of live element in your launch.
1: I absolutely agree with that. Like 500 is what I was thinking for over that. Think more live. I also think something to consider here is promotional periods, even with an evergreen model. So like Megan, with your website templates, yes, they were a higher price point, like $1,200, but you would run sales and potentially get more sales during the sale promo period when they were 30% off or whatever the case may be. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's a strategy anybody doing um, evergreen promotion needs to think about. Um, On my shop, everything's under $100. Um, It's very lower price point, but I'll still do promo periods to then beef that up even further. And so I think when you're doing evergreen, that's a way that scarcity and urgency can come into play and be helpful Mm -hmm. for you if you run a sale. Um, And so that's just something to consider as well. Right, which brings us to the point that uh, the traditional
0: mindset would be, I need to choose live launch versus evergreen. And I just... I'm realizing even in my own business right now with my new course that like Jeremy and I literally just had this conversation the other day. Like, should we run my new course as an Evergreen offering or should we do it as a live launch? And then we were like pro and conning the different scenarios of these things and why we might not want to do it with a live launch and maybe change some of the structure to have some of those like more higher touch points involved and maybe raise the price a little bit. Or should we just do it as Evergreen? Because we know you know, that we like being more hands-off, like we're literally, we're going through all of this. And I came to the realization, which is so unlike me, because as a seven, I'm so like black or white, you know, it, it has to be like one way or the other. I'm all or nothing all the time. But I came to this realization that this offering does not have to be live launch or evergreen. It can be both and. You know, like it can be a, it can be an evergreen product that is always available to purchase, but it could also have, just like you said, Kat season, like promotional periods where I may, um, change the structure slightly of the offering and allow people to purchase in a, like a three day time period, or maybe I do put it on sale. Like my website templates and what I've done in the past, and my promotional offerings where I offer a discount for a very limited time. And then I can show up in a live capacity. Maybe I do a live webinar for one of these promotional periods. Maybe I do a challenge. Maybe I do, you know, I ramp up more of my email marketing and I'm doing it like I would do a live launch, but it's really just, it doesn't even have to be around changing the product or giving a discount. It could literally just be like mimicking the concept of a live launch to, again, like we started this episode, bring attention back to what we're selling. I can mimic a live launch but the product can still be evergreen. And I think like we, we tend to, as business owners, think it only has to be one way or another when it really can be both of them at the same
1: exact time. Just thinking about like a way to remix it, right? And like figure out like, hey, you want evergreen. Like you want to know that on Tuesday you could sell a course and on Friday you could sell the course. And then the next week it could, you might not sell one, but then the next week you might sell three. Like you want that because your business requires that revenue. But you also know that there are advantages to the live launch scenario. I was thinking when you were talking about um, Jess Jordana and her, or Jordana um, and the Promptlet template Mm -hmm. shop that she has I feel like I've seen her do this several times in the last like two years where they're evergreen products she's a copywriter she sells templates for writing um, copy for your website they're valuable we'll we'll make sure we link them here Um, but she has them available you could go to her website right now and purchase them but she also does quite a few promotions all year long she'll do a webinar one time she'll do an extra Mm -hmm. like get this bonus whatever if you join over this three-day period discount Mm -hmm. the price things like that and it's really strategic for her to, like Megan just said, bring in revenue all year long with the same product because it's on Evergreen, but then also build awareness around a product during those sale periods. It allows you to pitch it to your list to continue to remind your audience with more urgency and scarcity because you have those promo periods built in. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. So I think
0: at the end of the day, I actually like this combo method and even me as somebody who is type B and doesn't like to put deadlines on it, I can still function in that way. Like, I don't have to say, you know, October 15th, I'm going to do this live situation. Like I can have my, I can still have a flexible schedule. I can say, I want to do this in October. And if my life falls apart, I, it's not going to, you know, or if my kids get sick or whatever, like I can just not do the webinar on October 15th, you know, (laughs) like I can just push it back if I need to and not make it a big deal. Um, So I think that this model of like doing both evergreen with live, um, with a live component built in on a semi-regular basis is where I'm currently landing, which is interesting again, because I'm normally like one way or the other, and I'm not
1: doing (laughs) both, you know? Yeah, it is interesting. I'm excited to like, hear how it goes with the course for you. And I'm sure we'll have to do another sort of like BTS episode of like, all right, Megan, how did it go live launch like mixed with evergreen? What did you think?
0: Yeah, we'll have to come in and do another conversation here soon, and I'll give you the results of how I'm feeling about it and where we land. But I hope this conversation was interesting for you to listen to and hope it gave you some clarity over which way you should go. So tell us in DMs, on social media, on Instagram, um, which way are you going to go? Are you going to live launch? Are you going to evergreen? Or are you going to do a little remix of the live launch and evergreen. So tell us, we'd love to hear from you what you prefer and why, and we will catch you in the next conversation.